Welcome to Advance Your Belly Dance, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. I'm your host, Jana, and every week you'll get belly dance business tips you wish your dance teacher told you when you first started. From how to start your first email marketing list to what you actually need on your website and everything in between. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Adventure Blood Dance podcast. I'm Jana, and this week we are continuing to celebrate Financial Literacy Month this April. So this week is five tips to help you create a budget that actually works for you so you can actually stick to it. Number one, track everything. Tracking every cent may seem extreme, but it'll give you an honest look at how much you spend. Now, as I mentioned last week, being good with money is a continuous journey that isn't just dependent on cutting down expenses. What I consider worthy of purchasing may seem frivolous to you and vice versa. I also don't subscribe to the idea that millennials can't afford to buy homes because we eat too much avocado toast in Starbucks. But it does help to know your spending habits, which in turn help you determine areas in which you can improve in when it comes to saving and investing. So go through your receipts and write down any purchases you make throughout the day and check back in at the end of the week. You can use a budgeting app or journal. I personally like using a journal because I color code the different categories of my budget because I'm a a visual person. And then I also geek out by creating like a pie chart. So I see each category's percentage for that month. But you don't have to be this intense about it. But the main point is to hold yourself accountable and find a tracking method that works for you. Number two, tweak and improve as you go. Your budget is supposed to help you, not hinder you. So use it as a tool to find gaps in your saving habits and see what wiggle room you have to set aside more. If you realize you spent more on groceries last month, see if you need to increase your budget for next month or if you want to duck that difference and have a sort of rollover method each month. If your phone bill is too high and you find yourself barely using it because we're all at home anyway and you're connected to the Wi-Fi, then check with your provider for a cheaper plan. If you have monthly subscriptions, you can quit at any time and you haven't used them much, cancel them and set aside that money into sinking funds, which is tip number three, set aside for sinking funds. Sinking funds are expenses you know that come out, you know when you can expect them, so you set aside money and funds as needed. For example, if I know my yearly Squarespace subscription is due every June, then I can plan for that ahead of time. I can either put any extra funds towards as soon as possible to have that topped up, or I can deduct that yearly price by 12, mid-12 months, and put that number aside each month, tricking myself into thinking it's a monthly subscription, but it's actually cheaper for me in the long run because I've subscribed to the yearly plan. And of course, in addition to your sinking funds, figure out how much to put in your emergency fund. You can listen to last week's episode for more insight on how big your emergency fund should be. Number four, try to zero-based budget. I mentioned this in last week's episode and that I use a version of this budget. And I think it's great if you're a bit of a control freak like I am and want to know exactly where your money goes. A zero-based budget is where you assign your money to a specific category, making sure you have nothing left over at the end. I personally tend to leave something left over at the end a little bit, but anything extra rolls back over into my emergency savings. And once that's topped up into one of my sinking funds, if this is too much micromanaging, even for yourself, then you can consider tip number five, which is 
use the 50-30-20 method. This type of budget was popularized by Senator Elizabeth Warren, and the idea is to spend 50% on needs, 30% on wants, and 20% on savings or extra debt repayment. Needs would account for rent, mortgage payments, minimum debt repayments, groceries, health insurance, etc. And wants would be like your gym membership or Netflix subscription, things you can go without if need be. You can change the percentages based on what works for you. Maybe it'll look like 60, 30, 10, or if you live at home or have roommates, you could have a little bit more. So it's 40, 30, 30. You can play around with the ratios and figure out what works best for you, but this is a great budget to try if you have a variable income where your paycheck isn't the same each time, or if you like to have a structure that isn't as rigid as a zero-based budget. Remember, whichever way you choose to track your spending habits, it's not about perfection or deprivation. It's about figuring out what works best for you so you can reach your financial goals. That's it for this week. Don't forget the Digital Marketing for Belly Dancers course is now open for enrollment again. This online course is made for belly dance business owners like you, where you'll learn everything about which online marketing strategies and tools to use, from how to brand your business to how to create your content strategy to get more students and everything in between. To find out more, visit jana.dance forward slash digital. That's Z-A-N-A dot dance forward slash digital. I am also doing a special Q&A episode answering all your belly dance business related questions every month. So if you want your question answered, there's still time. You can always submit your questions at advanceyourbellydance.com and ask away. And if you love this podcast and have found it helpful in putting together your belly dance business, then please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a short review of either how it's helped you in your business or your favorite episode. It'll take less than a minute, and this really helps other awesome dancers such as yourself discover the podcast. And if you want to reach out to me on social media, say hi or ask any questions or leave any comments, you can find me on Instagram at Jana Dance. That's Z-A-N-A Dance. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.